space, the final frontier, but not for Super Cast Brothers. Welcome to our podcast where we talk about, well, the future of Smash sometimes, other times odd things. I've got our regular co-host here with us who has turned into some kind of Christmas decoration. And then we have a piece of paper that is trying to show a word, but it's out of frame. So uh, that paper might want to raise itself up just a little bit and back up from the camera just a little bit. Okay, now you can tell if the word says quack. Quack. This is the hell that I deal with on a bi-weekly basis or bi-monthly. I don't know what the term is for every two weeks. What the fuck ever. This is Supercast Brothers and I need help. Me too. Please. <laughs> oh. Oh, goody. He's got a... Oh, his camera's gone. Good! Yes! That means so we can move be... on. Woo! All right. Okay. Ah, uh, I hate my life. It's so weird. It's so weird. He came from space in a big spaceship. Black alien in the black gate. Who loves to dance and eat hamburgers? Or be lodges in his name? Hello. Oh, as always, audio listeners, and I do apologize for the fact that I have not yet fired him. Uh, listen, I've tried, but HR is being a real bitch about it. This is it's HR. Fucking right? Jake. If you would just put through the fucking paperwork, I could be free of this nightmare. Oh my god, I hate him so. A Canadian, you can't trust them to get a job done. You just can't. Oof, sorry. So sorry, Jake. You're, no, you're not. No, you're <laughs> fucking not. Go, go take your snowman and you're fuck right. yourself. Uh, this is not a snowman. This is a this is a bird. Oh, I'll talk uh, to Jake. Uh, oh, okay, okay. That's Trevor, not Jake. No, no, Jake's the one with the snowman. Oh yeah, that's true. I'm Jono, and this is Trevor TurboTax uh, man. I am He's, indeed. Uh, Trevor. You you last saw him. Uh, about a year ago, almost to the day, uh, working on our Porky episode with us for Smashtopia. And today he's here for another character Smashtopia. Which, and funnily, it's enough, funnily enough, today's character was actually <laughs> jokingly mentioned in that episode. And I had completely forgot about this until I was going back through uh, our Smashtopia episode so I could get everything put on the wiki. And John over here made a comment like, oh... Does Orbilon appear in this move? So I'm just like, no, we're saving him for his own episode. As a complete joke, I never ever intended to make an Orbilon episode because it's just like the weird alien bowling pin guy. What the fuck? How would you do anything with that? Hi, we're doing Orbilon today. <laughs> what, what? Why are and we that... doing Orbilon? Well, we were just like, hey, we should do a WarioWare character. It's like, oh, how about Ashley? She's the one everyone talks about. I was like, we could, we could, we could do. Some basic magic with Ashley. And then I was just like, or we could be fucking weird and do the alien bowling pin guy. Just complete make everything up out of our ass and go wild and wacky and random with it. Because, hey, 
this is our show. And it's us. So mm-hmm. why the fuck not? It's not like we haven't done odd <laughs> shit before. Oh, and we're just like, yeah, oh, like hey. Polar Bear and the Trapper. Yeah, yeah. I think Polar Bear's a little bit more weird, but yeah. we're just like, oh. I mean, if we do Oregon, do we want to bring on a guest for that one? Like, who who do we know that could do something completely wild, out there, random? You don't have to do the character too much. You can just watch a little bit of Warrior Wear, maybe read up on him, and then just bullshit the whole thing. It's like, who who can do that kind of wackiness? Oh, right, the guy we had on for Porky. Yeah, the one who is That'll wacky work. And weird. That'll work. <laughs> and funnily enough, what's Orbion's spaceship? A, a pig. pig. Oh, boy, I don't like her. It's a pig. <laughs> Did not realize all these connections when we decided to do Orbion and bring Trevor on board. Was not anywhere on our mind, but fate said do it. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. all right, we're in on this shit. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, man. What should, be, what should be a running meme now is once a year around this time, we get together with Trevor for a pig-related character, Smashtopia. I mean, Toon Link is already in Smash. True. But we don't have a playable pig from Wind Waker. That, that is sounds true. Ridiculous. No! No, no, no. I have it. I have it. Oh my god. Hambo from Animal Crossing. There you go. His, uh, his, his victory post can be hand-boning. Oh god, this is... this is. I hope this does not happen. It's a random I villager who's a pig and like, I think he has like a pirate outfit or something. I know he's got oh, yeah. a really scraggly beard. I gotta look him up. Okay, no, he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't have a beard. I might have made that part up. But he's a he's a random pig. He kind of looks like a sailor-ish. He's got a headband and he has like a button up. I don't know. But uh, oh boy, oh oh Hambo. Oh no, there's another there's another one. There's another pig that does look like a pirate of some sort. Yeah. Who? Oh, pig leg. There you go. Pig leg, that's who it should be. I'm just gonna bring him over here real Let's quick so the viewers can see. Let's look, look, there, there's Pig leg, so all, all your viewers can see him there. Yeah. Gorgeous. And, there, and oh, the, there's uh... Hambo. There's Hambo. All right. <laughs> I, I just said that. I just said to show that. Uh, I don't think that's happening, but uh, I can't think of any other pig-related character. Wait. Pigma Dengar. Oh, Yeah, that's a big one. That's yeah, a big one. that what it is. Oh, let's. And Trevor knows his Star Fox to a, to a point anyway that I know of. So let's let's go for it one day. Um, this time next year, the Christmas episode involving pigs and Trevor, which. A fair okay. connection, since, you know, we developed Bob Boy Man a long time ago, which is also a single on Spotify you can listen to, Bob Boy Man by T-Fish. So, <laughs> oh, T-Fish, F-I-S-H. Check it out. It's a great, great tune. Rumpig, the Pokemon. Also a yeah. fair choice. A fair choice. Uh, this also reminds me of when we had the uh, poll in CSWS for like what game should we force Xantop to play and uh, it didn't make the list because it was a joke answer so I didn't allow it on the actual poll but uh, our good buddy Jake suggested 
Paper Mario, but specifically just the minigame the Lil Oinks. <laughs> that hit that was his suggestion, like just the Lil Oinks minigame. It's like, no. I'm not putting that on the poll. I'm not I'm not I'm not not about that. Awesome. That's awesome. Um oh before we get too into it, two fun facts about Orbulon and how it relates to Smash Copia and Super Cast Brothers. Oh. You mentioned the Porky episode. Uh-huh. Uh, you also, in that episode, when I mentioned Orbulon jokingly for no reason, you're like, one of the worst WarioWare characters. I did. Whoa. Shame. I did. Uh, Shame. I don't know why Shame. I said that. I think I was just getting annoyed with your antics. I was just trying to shut you up, probably. <laughs> that's, that's most likely what I was trying to do. Doesn't ever work. Um, but now, if I was to declare a real worst WarioWare character, um, I think I'm gonna say Dribble and Spitz. I just, no, I don't man. care for, I don't like him. No, that can't, that can't be right. I, I just oh, don't care for why? him. It's like, eh, they, they just don't seem interesting to me. It's like, okay, it's a bulldog and a cat and they're taxi drivers and they're really bad at their job. Eh, I don't really but care just... much about that. I will give you one thing. Um, for Dribble and Spitz, uh, for several of the games, they're, the only thing behind their story is that they're driving Orbion to space. And this has happened twice. Yeah, so they I'm... only exist because of Orbion. So, you know what? I'll give you that. I'll give you that. They don't have their own unique block. Uh, I, Orbion I would... mostly does. So. I would also nominate Young Cricket and Master Mantis. I don't think yeah. there's really much to them either. It made yeah, sense introducing uh, karate people in the in smooth moves because that was the game all about doing different poses with the Wii remote, so that made sense. But otherwise, just like eh, not great with them. Uh, Penny Krygor is just an offshoot of Doctor Krygor. Uh, Jimmy T's relatives, I don't know necessarily they count because they're just. Jimmy T with different colors, quite literally. Jimmy T though is fine. Mm -hmm. I have no problem with Jimmy T. He's he's fine. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. Also, eighteen volt. <laughs> Nine volt. Cool. Nine volt. Cool. Eighteen volt. What about five Creeps volt? Oh, uh, I don't really have an issue with five volt. Five volt is nine volt. Um, she it's not like she has her own anything to the game. She's just like a bit player in nine volt story. Whereas eighteen volt, when he got introduced, it's just like oh, it's nine volt and eighteen volt. It's like no. She's yeah. got a story in Wario Wear Gold, uh, but it's not much of one. <laughs> in the uh, so also what's funny about your claim that he was one of the worst characters is that, according to an early Nintendo Power Poll, where in the first WarioWare was released, mm -hmm. oh, in the early yes. 2000s, Orbulon turned out to be the most popular character in, in the uh, in the voting block. So yeah, he did. A fun irony when we were checking that out. Also, the second fun fact that I wanted to share was that you may have been cued in to Orbulon, not just in the title of this episode, which is just going to be Orbulon, but also by the fact that that fine little ditty that I played mentioned Orbulon and was all about him. And I also started the episode with Space the Final Frontier. Yeah. Ain't yeah. that just the way? It, it is. It is the way. <laughs> Eat frogs.
eat baby frogs. I did for breakfast. I bet you did. That's why I'm coughing. Good ol', good ol', good ol'. So, God. Do it. This... this, You address me, yes. This is what we'll be on the episode that we're doing. Oh, fucking Christ. Uh, I I do think, though, if they redid that poll now, Ashley probably would be the winner. But my vote would go to nine vote. Yeah. Yeah. I think second place would probably be Mike. Hmm, interesting. No, I have no idea. I pulled that out of my butt. Okay. (laughs) So, um... Yeah, Ashley would be the clear winner, and then who knows number two. I have no clue. Uh, Yeah, this is an Orbulon episode. It started about as awry as one could expect it to, so there's that. It's a fun variety. Uh, Bring Trevor back into the mix, and with his precious and perfect green headphones that remind me of him. Also, I just want to point out as well that our last episode was about an Amiibo discussion, and since then... (laughs) Hello, Breath of the Wild champions. Good to oh, see yeah. ya. There they are. There they are. Nice. I do wonder when they're going to get a Hestu amiibo. And that's not a joke. I want that. Me too. I mean, he's he's playable in Age of Calamity. Uh, you know, uh, you want to know a fun quote from Hestu? Yeah, pretty much it. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yes, shake it. Shake it. Oh, you audio listeners are missing out on that dance. Yeah, sorry, my maracas. uh, Somebody stole the Korok seeds from them, and I haven't had a chance to use the bathroom yet. (laughs) Nice reference. Good callback. Okay, so. All right, so. Uh, Let's it's get into the, the crux of the move set, if you will. Well, actually, before then, we, we talked, we joked a lot about um, a little bit of Orville that he's an alien. He's uh, looks like a bowling pin. We haven't really talked about who Orville is a character yet. We kind of should do that a little bit first, you know. Uh, I'm not sure which game he was in. Actually, no, I do know which game he was introducing. He was introducing Warrior Wasn't Inc. Mega Mike. Warrior yeah. Inc. Mega Micro Games. Thank you very much. I wasn't aware that was the first one or not. Uh, I don't fucking know. I don't. I don't play Warrior that much. I've only played Smooth Moves and Twisted. That's it. That's all the ones I played. Smooth Moves was my favorite one. So that's a good one. Uh, he he originally you know planned to dominate the Earth, and then he crashed landed in Diamond City and said fuck it. That's pretty much Orbulon. Uh, he gets into shenanigans, like trying to order a hamburger from a restaurant, being told, oh, I'm sorry, we're all out. So he's just like, oh, then I shall acquire the hams for you. And he tries to get them little little pigs and kill them. And they're just like, dude, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? That yeah, was... he enjoys giant carrots, too. That, that's where we wear gold. Uh, he has little mm-hmm. space bunnies that... Once tried to rescue his ship, and then he tried to make them his slaves. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he got a few of them. He <laughs> somehow got roped into making micro games for Warrior, just like all the other characters do. Even though he's an alien, so I don't know. He's wacky and weird, just like most of the characters in the Warrior games. 
honestly, the weirdest thing about him is that he looks like a bowling pin. Yeah, he's not pretty in any way. He's oh. funky, though. He oh, okay. Who, who would you say in Warrior Wear is pretty? Red. Mona? Oh, M Mona is pretty, you say. Well, it sounds like I, I have a... Sounds like I have a phone call I need to make and let them know what you've said. M.E.T. Yeah. Uh, a certain uh, close individual to you. His mom? <laughs> yes. I'm going to tell your mother that you think a cheerleader video game character who goes to high school is pretty. Oh, no. Whatever will I do? Oh no, oh my. We'll talk about it in therapy with Eric. We'll just have to get, <laughs> we'll probably just have to get Club Trevor started back up again. Oh no. Oh, oh yes. You about this already. So we're not going to deal further, but hey. Mm -hmm. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> I don't think he did. <laughs> he did. Blackmailing he did. me? For thinking a two-dimensional character is pretty. This is the height of life, folks. Yes, I did, Hifumi. Uh, let's see. Karopi is pretty. Any objections to that, Lister? Don't you mean Koro Rinpa? Yeah. yeah. And, and Batsumaru is, is pretty as well. And, and Botchling. Botchling, yeah. Botchling is very pretty. Yeah, I bet what you think it is. What an episode that was. What yeah. an episode that what a what a five minutes I wish I could have back that was. <laughs> uh, aren't you just a lubberkin? Nope, never was. <laughs> okay, um, well bring I your think upon me, you cursed one. I I think we can move on from here and actually get into uh, Orbion's stuff. So, starting out as we always do... What a nice transition. <laughs> yes, we're moving on now. Uh, the, the way we always begin things out with a new character is we're just, just how they enter the stage. What, what is their animation when everybody is loading in and they're getting ready to fight? <clears throat> yeah. So, who wants to start? Will it you. be... Okay. So, uh... My entrance for Arbulon is that Arbulon comes floating down onto the stage in the Oinker, which you may or may not know is the name of his pig-shaped ship, um, which I am kind of downscaling to be about the size of Bowser's Koopa Clown Car and like Super Mario Brothers 3, for instance. Well, it's funny you mention that because in Warrior Gold, uh, it is sized down majorly, and it's the fact that it's like the uh, Koopa Clown Car that Bowser Jr. drives around. It's pretty much that size. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, so well, it's already full. done. <laughs> nice. Uh, so it comes to, and because Orbulon is who he is, uh, it comes to a considerably shaky landing uh, and blows up on impact. Hmm. So Orbulon dusts himself off, gets up from the ground, and he's ready to go. That's about it. All right. Trevor, what did you got? Well, what I have uh, is. Pretty similar, uh, a full-size scale wanker from the first couple WarioWare games comes crashing down with a meteor attached to it. It hits the stage, then explodes with Orbulon tumbling out onto the stage. All right, so we have a really shaky landing. We have a, a meteorite-sized crash. 
And then we have mine, where Orvilon is in his uh, Warrior Gold-sized oinker, and it crashes onto the stage. And then Orvilon, <laughs> you know, shakes some of the dust off, and he gets ready to fight. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I really like mine. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's very unique. Yeah, I know, right? Who would think of it? <laughs> Oh. oh man, Not me man. I know. I so know. pretty much, um, so pretty much as it's always been between the three of us, it's an issue of size. So what do we prefer here? Large is in charge. Large is in charge. You wish. Is, uh, you wish. Or is small just tall enough? So, um, I don't know. So. You're either pulling from the canon of the first couple games, and I say canon loosely, or uh, or of the last couple games, I guess. That's pretty much it. Uh, I don't have a huge the, preference because for me, the reason why I went with the smaller one is I'm thinking in terms of like sizing for Smash for their stages and whatnot, and the smaller size could just fits better with the overall grand scheme of how everything is designed together whereas big ship is going to be taking up a lot more space it's probably going to be something like bowser or ridley size and in a interest animation that seems a little bit much that's fair that's reasonable i mean okay yeah that works i i seem to recall that isn't isn't like samus's entrance her jumping from off of her gunship that's fairly sized in that sense though but it doesn't come with uh -huh. a giant explosion that's true. That's true. Okay. I mean, Ness well, does. That's true. Who? Too. Who does? Ness explodes from a teleport onto stage. That's not a big explosion. That's right. that's a very small burst of flame. That was yours. Was yours is a meteorite explosion. It just comes down like a fucking nuke. I think that's a few too many frames. Okay, so I take it we're going for the small ship? Because well, I don't want to get hung up on the entrance animation for <laughs> for all that long, I think that we could just uh, level with Lister and go for the small one. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's not a big deal. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I could see his point, so whatever. There you go. And also, I came up with the same damn one, so... <laughs> We all did. We all did. Oh, boy. Pretty much. Okay, so the next thing after that we have to figure out is what is the Kirby hat going to be for Orbilon? <laughs> so, what I came up with for mine is just very simple. Kirby's wearing Orbilon shades, and he has the cape on his back. I considered having, like, a, a like bowling pin kind of thing become like a protrusion out of the top of Kirby's head so it'll just be all pink and it'd be like just coming out of the top of his head like that but I was like eh, that looks a little weird I think we can just keep it to the cape and the shades so it's funny because I did the cape and the shades and also as I put it in the description that I wrote Kirby gets the wiggly thing on top of Orbulon's head that's kind of that <laughs> Okay. Yeah. 
thinking, Trevor? <laughs> so what I had in my notes was about the same as yours, Jonathan. I really loved the wiggly bowling pin head, the glasses and the cape. And uh, I, I mean, I wanted the, the hat to be mismatching gray colored, like Orbulon. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's really it. Lister just mouthed fuck underneath his breath because he's like, damn it, I'm going to have to compromise and get the wiggly thing because of the power of majority. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty so, much it. This is also so the, the very th- first time we've had a disagreement in the uh, Kirby hat, by the way. This is the first time we've done this. Nice. <laughs> we've always agreed. Outside of John making jokes, we've always agreed on the Kirby hat until today. What a monumental time this is. I just think it would look weird. Like, come God, fuck. That's why it's beautiful, Lester. Come some, on. Some of the best thing some of the best things in life are look weird. Like look at look at look at me. Look at me. Look look, look at how what, a, what about you? Oh, I see. Wrong? You're implying you're one of the best things about life. <laughs> I mean, is he wrong? Is yes. he wrong? No. Yes. Into my for one thing, he's responsible for this madness. Also, that's 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 God. I would really, I really want to mute you. You know what? I can. Oh, look. Wait, is it not working? Fuck. Look away. Look away. Shit. It didn't look like it Funny was working. Is and God, the viewer, huh? the viewers saw me try. Damn You've been for over a year, Lister. Oh, he's been trying for over ten years. Merry Christmas, because this is the last episode of the of of the twenty twenty. By the way, is so it? wait, hold on. I'm thinking, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh shit. This is the last episode of twenty twenty. Because yeah. uh, in two weeks, it'll be this or uh, January second. Yeah, we're recording this in like april so i understand the disconnect i mean april 2018 but yeah 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 correct correct that explains the smooth face trevor oh boy and acronymic (laughs) all the way Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right we have our entrance we have our kirby hat it's time for taunts and victory animations. Oh dear. Usually oh dear. where we spend the lion's share of our time. Yep. So we didn't happen in the Midna episode last Smash Chovia, which was a pleasant surprise. I don't think we're gonna be as lucky here. No. I mean you still went for two hours on Midna, so it's true. It's true. Oh we did. We did, but uh it was just a little more balance i would say it also we're going to be having uh more taunts and victor poses than we did for midna so yeah yeah this is a it's a vibrant character orbulon because there's just so much you can we're basically given a template of weird alien crap you can do on top of the micro games if you want to reference the the things about organ that we have are pigs alien bowling space Mm -hmm. And then you can look at his micro games. That's all we have to go off with Orbulon. It's a lot of I know in one of the games, like one of the Warrior Wars rather, his whole theme was math. So ma- mm-hmm. math is an option with Orbulon. Mathematical. So, God, 
starting with this nonsense. Trevor, hey! You want to give us your first taunt for Orbulon? Oh, yeah. All right, my first taunt. So what I have is Orbulon conjures up a graduation cap and exclaims, High IQ, while raising a finger <laughs> It's a voice clip from WarioWare Gold that he says when you accomplish a mini game. So figured I'd fit it in. No, I'm sorry. Can you repeat part of that? Uh, you said he says high AQ and then what? While raising a finger skyward. Okay. Okay. All right, Jono, what do you have for your first taunt? Uh, so for my first taunt, I have Orbulon sitting down on his little uh, booty. And I don't know why that was so difficult for me to say. And uh, he rifles through a stack of Uno-like cards. And this is a bit of a callback as well to a very small uh, Orbulon image from, I believe, WarioWare Gold. And I will share that for you to share with the viewers if you'd like. <laughs> Please do, actually. Um, okay. I, I don't, I don't know what... Okay, I don't need these cards to look like. Oh, I can't bring up the chat while I have this being oh, recorded. So, okay. s send it to me on, on Facebook. Okay. Let me just do that uh, right. Without no, if I was picking cards from, because I don't know what these Uno like cards look like, I would say like Nintendo's Hanafuda cards. That would be a nice idea. I mean, I wouldn't be averse towards that. There you go. Okay, I see. So these are the cards he's referring to. Everybody, mm -hmm. it's oh God! Uh oh! Uh oh! Oh no! Uh, that people just started a YouTube <laughs> video that auto played because of tab because it got next to a tab. That was a let's play I've been watching. Oops! It's not the <laughs> worst video <laughs> that we've seen. Oh boy! Here's a. Uh... <laughs> there we go. Now we have a better look at it. Yeah, I can't really tell what's supposed to be on those cards. Not much. They're just kind of cards. Oh yeah. So I'm just gonna write down how food the cards. Because yeah, I can. And let's be honest, I'm the one that's going to have to type up everything, so I get artistic license here. You do. You can even have the cards just have Trevor's face on them. I'm behind that. Okay, but Trevor Belmont. Okay. No. No? You say no? No. Trevor's like Trevor's like I needed to be myself to to feed my ego as egotistical nature. I am hungry. Feed my ego now. No. Oh. You already have a single. That is true. I don't need any more ego inflation after that. Yeah, you're also not yeah. single, so. I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> the only one oh. of the three of us. <laughs> No, that's not true. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have well, a bird. An Apple Man. Oh, Apple Man. Didn't you love that? No, actually, that got way too long. It was, it, that joke needed to end a lot sooner than it did. <laughs> okay, so for my first taunt here, Orbelon is going to be facing the camera and awkwardly wave his arms above his head like this as he says, Greetings, Earthlings. Nice. Who would voice Orbulon in this world? Gilbert Godfrey? No, I don't I don't think he's got a good voice for Orbulon. Oh, who could though? Uh Mike Tyson. Did you the 
Oh, I love it. That's not the voice actor it's been. I forget who. I looked it up, but I can't remember. Okay. I think it's the same guy who was the voice actor for Yuri Lowell. That would be oh, Troy right. Baker. It wasn't yeah. Troy Baker. Yep. For Yuri Lowell? Oh, for Orbulon. Okay. I was really like, uh, <laughs> yeah, he is. Because I've had this conversation, I was just like, oh, but he was named for Yuri Lowenthal, so why isn't Yuri Lowenthal voicing Yuri Lowell? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Still, okay, it still so... confounds me to this day. Okay, oh so, goodness. Trevor, what is your second taunt for Orbulon? My second taunt is, uh, well, it makes use of Orbion's not very often talked about transfiguration powers. He changes himself into the shape of a cartoon pig and happily trots in a circle while saying, hamming it up. Nice. Okay. What, what, uh, which game could he transfigure in? I forget. I don't know. Myself. It should have been the Game Boy Advance one and Why You Wear Gold. Nice. Gold twisted. had a lot of callbacks then. Nice. And there's okay. Twisted and there's Mega Micro Games. So, yeah. Nice. Alrighty. Very then. nice. Okay. Um, I like it. I like it. I like the pig callback. I like the... Uh, yeah. So Trevor's actually pulling from a lot of the meta of WarioWare, which you and I haven't been... <laughs> So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, you want me to go next? Yes, please. Okay, so uh, my my next taunt. Orbulon. Uh, how do I explain this? So, I don't know. You know, how, you know how Orbulon loves to dance? Yes. yes. Yeah, he, he dances. How? He does a very popular dance. So you know how you know how Waluigi dabs on him thanks to us thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. So Orbulon does the floss. I fucking know. I typed it in my notes before you even said it. Like I know what this <laughs> is gonna be. It's an endless taunt too. So so long as you hold on to that directional input, actually, or or just don't do anything, he'll just continue to floss, and he can do it the entire match if you let him. It's the it's the new DDD laying there kind of thing, except it's the floss. Oh man. I'm, the DDD one isn't even a taunt. It's just hold down the just hold down down the control stick, and he's just like, that's it. That's what he does. It's like okay. Can I vote for the sure. floss already? No. Yes. Because my next one is a dance. <laughs> really? Yeah. I oh. I spent several days trying to figure out what the name for this dance was because i and i could not find it i was asked people like hey does anybody have dance knowledge because i need help i can't find the name of the thing i found out it doesn't have a name i was so fucking pissed uh so basically for this one since i can't really describe it to the greatest uh it's the dance move where you know they spin in a circle around themselves and they point their finger in the air like this that dance yeah. move. Old school disco. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I, I knew it was something disco, but like, I was like, does this move not have a name? Apparently not. Like, I think it's like goofy like... movie. No, I, I think so somebody told me it's from Saturday Night Lights, which I've never seen. So I don't know this. But mm -hmm. I think it's like it's on the cover of that movie. Like that one yeah. that one pose. That's that's what so I'm imagining Orbe for Orbulon. Yeah. Orbulon he's got would the be cape a for it. Like it looks perfect for him. <laughs> 
His design just <laughs> screams dancer. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. The only thing that we could have done better is one of those TikTok dances. I never watched any of them, so. Well. <laughs> Missing out, man. I don't think I am. Not really. Well, of all people, the fact that Jono said not really surprises me. <laughs> I guess well, I just don't want I you guess, to... I guess you do have standards after all. Oh, I just don't want you to find my TikTok account. You mean Jono69? Jono94, actually. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Third and final taunt. Trevor, what you got? Oh, boy. So for my third taunt, I have exactly the same taunt as Lister just described. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I am not. I, I wrote, Orbulon does a disco dance like Jimmy T. as my note. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love it. I can't believe it. Holy cow. Okay. Nice. Nice. So, um, my third taunt, I suppose. Um, so, you won't believe it, but in my notes, I have written down, Orbulon does a Jimmy T-like dance. No, you didn't. You're just saying that now. I am. So, so what I actually have is that Orbulon takes out a, a small alien instrument that's kind of shaped. Good night. Oh, I just gave away that it was nighttime when we're recording this whoops i had someone wave at me through the window okay so uh yeah orbulon he takes out a small orbulon-esque shaped instrument like the shape of his head with uh with three strings on it and he plays a little song and he sings it and it goes like he came from space in a pig spaceship with it really you, you no, wanted to sing a ukulele so song no, he has a sketchbook and, uh, in WarioWare, and it's a commonly recurring theme. So he sketches a picture of a random WarioWare character and shows it to the camera. All right, Adeline. And there's, like, sparkles all about, and it looks like WarioWare art. Okay, Adeline. Oh, boy. <laughs> that is me. Yeah, you love that episode, too. That was probably great to transform for the wiki. Anyway. Uh, it was mostly good transferring to Wiki. The only hard part was where she summoned six different enemies and I had to figure out what the extra ones were going to be because we had not enough time in the episode to do it. Adamon. Muriel. Yeah. All right, so for my final taunt. Here we go. Here we go. So, remember, how, remember you had uh, cards in yours? So, mm -hmm. Orbulon is going to tap his foot on the ground and you start to juggle a set of playing cards. If you zoom in closely, you'll be able to recognize characters from WarioWare on these cards, such as Wario being the king, Mona as the queen, Dr. Krygor as the jack. And he's just juggling these playing cards up in the air. <laughs> I like it. I you should. Like it. You should. Oh, I, I do. Good. Unfortunately, Goodness. we now are into the victory poses part of the podcast. 
So, okay, let's go, Trapper Boy. All right. So, Victory Pose 1 is uh, Orbulon smiles, hops into his amazed-sized winker, and uh, charges off his engine and blasts off into the skies of the Victory Stream. Nice. Okay. So, Team Rocket's blasting off again. Yeah. 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 Jono, what about you? What's your first victory pose, Freak? So, <laughs> so Orbulon pulls out a small instrument. No. Okay. So, recall your description of Orbulon at the start of this episode with the uh, the pigs and the hamburger shop and the this and the that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's basically that. Orbulon has a bunch of pigs stuffed into the oinker behind them like surrounding them and they're all squealing and oinking about stuck inside of the oinker and he's just shakily and slowly flying it up until it disappears from the top of the screen okay <laughs> okay love it yeah yeah so we have a really quick blast off into space then we have a struggling to get off the ground because i'm over little with pigs going up into space Okay. Yep. Why did you just message us again? Oh, I see. It's oh, you know picture. what? I just realized instead of having to drag things over, I could just do this. Yeah, you can show there you it go, viewers. The there you go. It's not quite focusing Piggies. in right, but you can tell what it is. Mm -hmm. Oh, there we go. Oh, there, there we, we go. are. Very nice. So, yeah, that's the size of the Oinkered Warrior Wear Gold. Mm. For anybody that was wanting, also Orbulon himself is a lot smaller in Warrior Wear Gold. It's kind of he looks a little more like a child version of himself, which is a little odd. I know. Okay, so is it child Orbulon or adult Orbulon that we have played adult. here? I'm assuming adult. Yeah. yeah. Adult. Agreed. Agreed. He just has a uh, appropriately sized winker. Mm-hmm. So for my first, that's what she was telling me the other day. So for my first victory pose, uh, Orbulon is going to face just a tad off-kilter from the camera here as he does a double finger guns off to the side with a little sheen coming across his sunglasses. So he becomes Keller. That's a Who? cool dude. <laughs> you don't remember our old pal Kellen? Oh, I couldn't hear what you said. Uh, a likely excuse. Okay. Uh, well, when nice. the viewers listen back, they'll hear that your mic was a little wonk when you said that, so. Wonk? No, wonk. Okay. You know, if he didn't move so much, his mic would be more stable for him. It's true. It's, really it's true. all part of the show, though. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, hey, Trevor, what's your second victory pose? Okay, so for this one, I got a yes, really good for idea. this one. Orbulon pulls out an instrument and starts to... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, for this one, uh, Orbulon sits down eating a hamburger uh, while resting his head on a pig. Nice. Nice. Okay. Okay. Jono, what's your second one? So... Orbulon pulls out his instrument. Yes. 
Yep. And he says, here's what I've come up with for family activities today, stepmom. Are you going to repaint the fence? Yeah, yeah. See it's right there, bold. another see right there, another example of the viewers could see you laughing, but they could not hear it because it was not coming through your mic. <laughs> it happens a lot for you. Oh, it happens very nice. often. I I mean I'm trying not to make noise. Uh, for me. Trevor became very visceral. Okay, so your second victory pose. It's yes, not, father. It's not Orbit. I'm trying to keep the okay. show together here. <laughs> and also keep the uh, 18 plus tag off. Whoops. Um, <clears throat> okay, space bunnies, right? Yeah, they're space bunnies. Orbulon throws. Uh, so I, uh, this, this is twofold. There's hamburgers as well. Orbulon throws a galactic carrot or a hamburger up into the air. And then it falls into his mouth, and he chomps it down before flying off in the oinker. Kind of like a Jetsons kind of takeoff. Okay. So he eats, and he, he, he dines and, and flies off. Why do we have so many that are him flying off screen? I don't know. we got to have some variety here, people. Jesus Christ. Well, it's the carrot or the burger. Or you have one where he flies off with pigs. Yep. <laughs> Is your third one him blasting off too? No, actually. it's. I don't believe you. I think you're just going to come up with a new one on the spot because I'm giving you so much shit about it. Nope, nope. You want me to tell you like this right now? No, because it's my turn, bitch. Okay, so Orbulon no, does a... No, fuck uh... off. Fuck off. Alright. Fuck the fuck right off. It's my turn. So, for my second victory pose, at first, you'll see a little hammy run across the screen from one side to the other. Follow, shortly following behind the hammy is Orbulon and his oinker trying to catch it. Both of them go off screen. A few moments later, Orbulon will start coming back out the side of the screen, looking back a little, little bit in fear. And then just behind him, you see a huge pile of little hammies all running after Orbilon. You tried to come for one of us, now the rest of us are coming for you. I think that that's not in the spirit of the Hemi character. I think the Hemis are actually friends, even though Orbilon did try to kill them all for food. Jonathan, okay, please. what is in Link's character to make that weird pose in Melee? <laughs> uh, that'd be great. Just the... what is in Palutena's character to pole dance? Oh no, we're what? We're going there. Oh boy. Yeah. Then what, I need what, an adult. What is in Steve's character to have his meat hanging out? They took that out though. Yeah, but it was. <laughs> yeah, but it was originally there. Oh man, it still uh, counts. Steve, it still counts. Still dream of it. 
You drink up Steve's meat? Oh, yeah. Wow. Nice pork. You should tell me more about it with your third victory, Bose. Well, I would, except I've already gone through the eating meat type of victory, so I'm going to move on to something different. We already talked about porn. Several times now, Jonathan. Please come back to the screen. I need an adult. Anyhow, for my third victory pose, I am pulling from a Why You Wear Touched. I am sorry, viewers, for the timing of this. But uh, uh, Orbulon orders a back massage from an alien bunny. And that is what is happening in this victory pose as Orbulon's glasses start to fall off as he relaxes. So he's getting a back massage from a bunch of alien bunnies? One alien bunny. One alien bunny. Okay. Okay. Jono, it's your turn now. What is your final victory pose? Finish his angel food cake. That's fair. I, I, yeah, that's okay. fair. So Orbulon eats angel food cake. Okay. No, he, uh, that would be fine. That would be, that would be probably more diverse than what my pose actually is. So Orbulon does a, uh, Quick, funky jig, ending by spinning around and pointing his finger to the sky. A big star appearing behind him. So it's Trevor and I's time. I am not, I am not lying either. I am not lying. Hold on. I, I have a picture for some reason. Let me share that with you as well. And I don't even remember what this picture is. Ah, but I apparently. See. Okay, I like that. Yeah. It's so he does that balance. and then turn, flips around and, yeah. As it attempts to come yeah. into view. Mm-hmm. All right, good enough. What the fuck ever. <clears throat> oh, now the camera behaves. There you go. All right. And then he flies off screen in the oinker. Jonathan, you're putting Lister through hell today. Lister, oh, yeah, it's like every, every episode. Every episode. See, oh, I, get, I, get, I get excited for these, and then we start, and I'm like, oh, right. Two hours of this. Cool. Cool. Oh, man. The good news is we're almost done with the first half of it. <clears throat> Whoa. Time flies. Yeah. You, you know what else flies? Orbion in the Oaker as he goes off screen, which is not my third victory pose. You had me in the first half, not gonna lie. I know. So, actually, um, it's very similar to somebody else's victory pose that's already been stated. Because, you see, nice. Orbion is gonna be in the victory screen, <laughs> sitting in his captain's chair as bunny, 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 gives him a big old back massage. Copycat. Nice. I will fucking screen share, bitch. <laughs> I have I have everything typed up with full details. Fuck you. Okay. Okay. Well, I can read mine. <laughs> I can read mine. I just can't read yours. Mine's typed. Mine's not. You win. Yeah, that's the point. I win. Man, I hate these games where Lister wins. I don't. I love them. 
It means I win. <laughs> All right. Now, uh -oh. we have the, as always, unenviable task of condensing these taunts and victory posters into just three each. Uh, the crossover that we've had does help a little bit. But we have to figure out just what all of our taunts and everything is going to be. I do think uh, the dancing with the finger in the air, I think that's going to be somewhere because we all had it at some point. Mm -hmm. It's just whether mm -hmm. or not it's going to be a taunt or a victory pose. But does anybody feel particularly strongly about anything that we've had here? Um, Trevor's like, I feel strong about everything that I said. Well, we all... no, I feel very strong about the one where Orbion pulls out an instrument and starts to play a song that goes like... <laughs> Did you two plan this bullshit? No. <laughs> I don't believe um, you. No, no. Had... Here's what was planned. I'm showing you the, the lyrics that I came up with while we were doing the, the start of the episode. He this loves... <laughs> Wait, hold on. What, is he... what do you mean by who loves to dance? That was a typo. It's supposed to be I dance. Know. Okay, okay. He loves to dance. There's yes, a... he likes to go to dance and eats little hammies. Yep, yep. It came from space in a pig's face. Shit. Okay. So. Seriously, though, um, we're almost halfway through. We need to get these. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Trevor's were, let's see, beginning with Tom's. High IQ. Uh, the the full then... the full list of possibilities we have are uh, the graduation cap saying high IQ with a finger in the air, uh, rifling through Hanafuda cards, turning into a pig and saying hamming it up, flossing, <laughs> uh, drawing another warrior wear character in a sketchbook, uh, waving his arms in the air saying greetings to earthlings, uh, the dance where he points a finger in the air, and then tapping his foot against the ground, juggling, playing cards of everybody. Those were our taunts. Our victory puzzles yeah. were... Blasting the space on the oinker, slowly blasting into space on the oinker with a bunch of pigs, eating a hamburger and laying against a pig with his head on it, throwing a carrot mm. or a burger into the air, eating it, <laughs> jumping and making that pose from the star image, possibly the dance move as well, <laughs> uh, finger guns, chasing a little hammy and then being chased by a bunch of little hammies, or... Mm. Being massaged by one rabbit or being massaged by five rabbits. Those were all the ones we had. Nice. Okay. So, for starters, the dance move that you and Trevor initially came up with and that semi appeared in my victory pose, I think we should find a place to inject it because, as you said, the three of us all had a similar idea. Mm -hmm. um, so, the question is should it be a taunt or a victory pose? My thought is victory pose and here's why because you can do more aesthetically with it you can instead of just having him do the pose you can have him do the pose and then have say that star from the background of the image that i shared appear behind him you could have it go from the one pose that he does in that canon photo and then flip around and do the disco turn as well um that sort of thing and that's uh kind of my thought on it and also probably having the bunnies massage him and just choosing between one and five considering that was a majority thought as well okay yeah so for victory puzzles we currently have the the dance move the star background and then being massaged by 
some number of bonnies. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else, then? I would like to throw my two bits in for a third victory pose. Okay. Being mm-hmm. uh, uh, Orbulon trying to take off with all the little hammies. I just love that. Okay. I'm I'm with it, too. I agree. Um, and as far as the massage goes, um, I don't know. I'm, I kind of am feeling like the, the one with more of the bunnies just because it's more is having them more on screen is slightly more comical, I guess. In, in my opinion, anyway. Okay. So does that mean we already have victory poses down? Cause it does. Shit. It does. Nice. Nice. Which means we're on taunts now. Um, okay, now that we did the one dance, let's just put the floss in. Come on. I, I love was, floss. I was about to say that there are two that I really like, but I don't know if they're too similar in terms of movement-wise. Uh, one of them mm-hmm. being the he has the graduation cap on his head. And I, I'm assuming when he points his... How, Trevor, how did you imagine he would be pointing in the air again for that one when he says high IQ? It's kind of like the Dilbert point, like... Oh, okay, I I don't know, but that, but okay, yeah. Now I have that in my mind. Now good. Uh, I I like that one, but I also like the greetings Earthlings. Yeah. Hmm. That one's more in canon, I think. I can see the merit in either one. Like high IQ pulls from a warrior scene, whereas uh, greetings Earthlings very common alien phrase, and it's not a stretch to believe. Or everyone saying it, mm-hmm. um, and you know it's uh, it kind of falls within the um, kind of hammy, not the pig, uh, but hammy taunts like Ness being like okay and that sort of thing, falls true, with, true. or or Link doing a hair flip. So it just uh, so I, I can see that, and uh, hmm. between the two, I agree that there should only be one. Oh, I'm. Not I wasn't, sure I wasn't saying which. That. Oh, okay, okay. I thought that you... At, okay. F, well, see, at first I thought, um, by pointing a finger in the air, I thought you were saying point like this. I was like, we kind of oh, got that okay. already. Yeah, okay, okay, I get you. I get you. Then they're, then they're unique enough to both stand on their own then. Nice. Um, so there's that. There's the flossing. If we're choosing a card one, I like your card idea a lot better than mine, which is far more standard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be fine to just dash my Uno like cards one. Okay. Uh, from the table. Um, and also, we can probably get rid of the sketchbook one that I came up with as well because the Warrior characters appear on the cards that you uh, dictated in your uh, move as well. Right. Um, so that pretty much just dilutes it to the transfiguring into the hammy, uh, flossing. Hi IQ. Well, uh, hello Earthlings. Uh, am I missing something? Uh, no, but we could, in theory, throw in the finger guns from the victory poses. True. True. Um, huh. Okay. Um, is there anything that either of you guys feel passionate about, including as a taunt? I really like greetings Earthlings. You know, simple. Greeting, hello, it's on point. It, you know, I. I agree. Like. 
I agree because you know up until this point we don't have a uh, prototypical alien in Smash either, and that fits the bill. So I mean, okay, I guess it's true in prototypical because Ridley is an alien and yeah. Samus is technically an alien and Fox is technically an alien and Olimar is technically <laughs> an alien. <laughs> Captain Falcon is technically an alien. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of aliens in Smash, now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah. Shulk is an alien. Kribby? Yeah, Kirby's an alien. Holy cow, I've never thought about this. Yeah. We Fit Trainer? Her desire for you to want to work out as alien, I mean, he wants That's that. fair. That's fair. Yeah, How long did yeah. it take him to think of that, though? Uh, I don't know. Also, of our tons, the only there's only one of them that's really kind of off to me. And that's just because like I'm trying to think of like it actually being animated into Smash, and that's turning into a pig. That's the only one of these that's just like I don't know. If there's a if there's a way, I kind of just imagine that it's him, like he's there, and then there's a puff of a like a cloud, like a puff of smoke, and then he's a pig. Is it just like his yeah. head on a pig's body? Yeah, you can still see his head and his lovely bowling pin shape. Uh, that is what... I just love the comedy of it. But uh, yeah, that was what I envisioned. Trying to see if this exists. It does not exist. It does not exist. There's a picture of a pig mask holding onto the oinker, though. Nice. That's nice. Oh, hey. Yeah, so th- there's that. Hold on just a second. I found a picture of Orbulon and the pig, actually. Okay, but like, Orbulon oh, as a pig, though. Yes, yeah. Oh, my God, I think I just did, too. Oh, no. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> oh, dear. I didn't see it. Look oh, at me. Here. That's um, not what I was thinking of, but okay. Yeah. Just so gonna... it looked kind of like that. No, it would not. Well, I actually, yeah, it yeah, would. I, yeah, it would. Yeah. Okay. It would so, look kind of like that. Is that what we want the third taunt to be then, or are we just coming up with that hypothetical? Coming up with a hypothetical. I mean, this could be its own character, as far as I'm concerned. We are not bad boy manning Orbion into a character. No. We no. may not be. Trevor and I, probably. What you two get up in the sanctity of your own bedroom does not concern me. Sure it does. No. What about the big days? Anyways, let's get this final victory pose so that we can move <laughs> forwards. Fuck. Okay. Okay. So, what is the victory pose? Okay, 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 okay. Did you mean final taunt? Yes. Okay, okay. Um, so what are the taunts we have now? I'm, I'm losing track because I... Graduation yeah. cap. Greetings, Earthlink. Those are the two that we have slotted in. We're also considering finger guns, uh, the playing card juggling, hamming it up, or flossing. Playing cards. Okay. Juggling. 
Yeah, I'm I'm into the into the playing cards. Okay, cool. Cool. We can save flossing for uh, pig guard, Bjorn. My God, I just want to die sometimes. Flossing is a thing that a lot of characters can do too, so it probably will appear at some point in the near future. Anyway, honestly, it's not the first time you brought it up, so you're probably right. Yeah, wasn't, didn't we do that for Waluigi? Uh, no, Waluigi's breakdancing. Oh yeah, nice, nice. Gengar was flossing. No. Rex and Pyra. No. Oh, okay. Ezio, no, that was a prostitute. Never mind. Courtesans, lovely courtesans. <laughs> damn it! Oh yeah. Get it right. Get it right. They did nothing wrong. This is an injustice. It's true. I mean, I don't oh, think they should man. be in prison either. Anyway. I don't know what's happening. Somebody go, help me. Go watch the Ezio episode. <laughs> what a lovely time that was with lovely ladies. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so we, we have our taunts and victory poses. We waded through that mess. Yes, we did. Now it is time All to right. get into the moves. Oh, buddy. Oh, uh, there should be some wackiness considering there is Liz, literally nothing yeah. real to Orbulon. So, Giano, yeah. would you like to start us off? <laughs> Jumping into the real meat of anything reminds me of a conversation Trevor and I had recently. No. So, with that said, um, so yeah, for my first special, the standard special that I have for or Orbulon, uh, I didn't take it from anything relative to WarioWare whatsoever. I just kind of driven drove into the alien concept so with that said um the move is called black hole gun love that puzzle. okay okay yep yep so you know the black hole item from smash i do uh, know it I do maybe love it or or ambivalent towards it or hate it i don't really know uh where you stand with it i'm just kind of like it's a thing that exists it's not too unfair uh so it's a big black hole effect uh, like with the item, uh, takes a, so I'm thinking it's chargeable, and without a charge, it shoots out a very small, uh, slow-paced, tiny little orb that turns into a very small, pitiable black hole that hardly affects the player at all. It just, like, throws them around for a fraction of a second. Um, but then, of course, the longer you charge, the bigger the hole becomes, uh, ultimately becoming only, like, you know, a slight fraction less than the actual item. Like, we want the actual item to be a little more powerful. Um, so I'm thinking it either, to, to kind of nerf the ability, because it is a fairly powerful attack um, in terms of scope of what it, the function, um, I'm either thinking of having it taking a long time to uh, recharge or and or it cannot be saved uh the charge can't be saved uh if you move away from it and you're just kind of stuck with with using it there or losing it uh that's kind of it okay yep so he shoots the black hole item out of his gun essentially yes okay yeah trevor what do you got for my standard special, 
my move I devised is Survival Fever. Corbulon mm -hmm. uh, dances, uh, slowly regaining health until interrupted. It also works for what I have planned as for my character power, but we'll get into that later. Okay. Right. Okay. So for my standard special, uh, I call this Gravity Wheel. Oh, boy. So Orban was going to start winding up his arm like he's getting ready to throw a baseball, and he's just going to let loose, uh, tossing out a ball of pulsating dark energy that just flies forwards rather quickly. Uh, this projectile does kind of weave around itself a little bit, uh, like how Mewtwo's Shadow Ball looks. Uh, however, the stack will deal no damage. Instead, when Gravity Wheel reaches either the end of its range or it hits a fighter, it will expand out into a small black hole. <laughs> and it will draw in anything and anyone, so fighters or items, uh, into its gravitational range. Uh, the range of the move is pretty short, though. Like, it doesn't go that far uh, at first. However, you can charge it up to increase the range that it will fly out there. Uh, and that's really all that charging up can do. Uh, if an enemy is trapped in the black hole, they can attempt to wiggle out of it, like how you do all kinds of other attacks. But, of course, the more mm -hmm. damage you have on you, the harder it is to do. Yeah. But also, like the black hole item, you're not helpless. You can still attack. But uh, if they're not right there, or if you're not using a ranged move, it's not going to be that good of an attack. So, yeah. <laughs> as soon as you were this, like, black hole, I was like, oh. Okay. How do you guys do this every single episode? I don't as, as much as I hate it, we are way too similar. In some true. areas. In some areas. In some areas. In others, like, I'm more impressive. In, in others, I am uh, more... androgynous. Ah! Very well. All right, then, let's move on to our side special. Jonah, what do you have for our lovely, so, lovely viewers? So this is where Orbulin actually pulls out a musical instrument. No, this is actually called Hammy Ride. I'm sorry, say that again? Hammy Ride. Okay. Yep. So Orbulon hops on a hammy and rides it like genuine wood in the song Pony. He uh, he puts one hand on on the peg and then having another one up there like a like a vaquero, a cowboy, and he's riding on the peg as so. And you can make the hammy move in any direction, pretty much. You know, left left or right on the stage. You can have it have a meager jump. It's it's kind of like how Poochie operates almost. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you can toggle toggle forward, make it dash, and as it's dashing, you can knock opponents around. Uh, you can also be knocked down off the pig, and uh, you can walk around with the pig even though it does nothing, just for fun. And also, the pig can be knocked out, which would be very sad. That's kind of that. All right. So, so it's Wario bike, but a pig, and not as fast. Essentially. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's very. Oh, and when the pig is knocked out, sometimes hamburgers will appear on the stage for Orville and pick up and heal himself up. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
Okay. Uh, you went there. Okay. <laughs> so, Trevor, what is your side special then? So mine, I deliberately wanted to try to stay away from a Wario bike type move, but it was a little bit of trouble coming with something distinctly Orbulon. Fair enough. So fair I. Enough. I had drawn from a lot of WarioWare with trying to find something. So this one, I didn't really have any good name for, but uh, it's a varying projectiles from the different WarioWare games. Nice. So I planned it as a percent chance type thing with different ones coming out and a 1% item, but we'll go through that. Uh, Low chance of a paper plane. It's not break all over damage. again. Uh, somewhat higher chance of a shuriken from the Hit the Ninja minigame. Uh, large percentage chance of throwing a bowling ball from the bowling ball minigame. Nice. I, nice. I had to put that in there with his head shape. And mm -hmm. the dart from WarioWare Smooth Move Darts. I had to. I wanted to incorporate those as a higher damaging, a low knockback option. And then the 1% chance item was going to be a black hole. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. That's okay. awesome. I, I kind of awesome. want to name that one something related to hammer space, but I don't know what it would be. Since everything is being pulled out of nowhere in space. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just... I'm just going to write it down. Space pull on my notes so I remember it. Okay. Holy cow. So Holy for cow. my side special, I struggled really hard to come up with something here that I like. This was the hardest move for me. And at one point, I came up with a really, really great pun name. It's like, oh my god, this is fucking perfect. I just have to figure out how it's going to work. And I... To be honest, I'm still not entirely satisfied with the way that this move looks, but uh, maybe some workshopping can happen today. We can figure out a way that this one can actually uh, be visually um, pulled off. We'll go with. So I'm calling this move UF Roll. Nice. Okay. So. Nice. Uh, when the animation for this move begins, Orbulon is going to look like he's about to take off running. You know, he has his hands pulled back before him, like the old, kind of like an old-style cartoon. Popeye, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Like he looks like he's going to start running like that. However, just as he's about to start running, Orbulon is going to trip over his own feet and just start rolling like he's a ball uh, that's been thrown forward. So he's just rolling over himself there. <laughs> Uh, the move can hit for a fairly decent amount of damage and knockback, and luckily for Orbulon, he will stop at the edges of a platform. But if you use the move in the air, while it can be great for for a horizontal distance, uh, there is nothing to stop him from flying past his target and into death zone. So, it would be a little bit important there. Uh, if Orbulon, here's a, here's a really fun thing. Since he looks like a bowling pin, and this move has him be rolling forwards, if Orbulon impacts into another fighter when he uses this move, there will be a strike sound effect, like from as if a bowling ball just knocked over <laughs> ten pins in one go. Nice. U.S. roll, baby. Nice. nice. Love it. I was very <laughs> so proud it's kind of that. So it's kind of similar to one of the Mii, new Mii Sword Fighter sites. 
Uh, yes, except the Meat Sword Fighter is in the air when he's doing this, and I don't think he stops at a platform's edge. Right, right. Okay, cool. Cool, I like that. That's a, that's a fun move. And I, I could see I could see it being pulled pull off visually. I don't think there's an issue there. I mean, my original idea was that, uh, you know, like how if you're rolling a carpet, if something like is like trapped inside the carpet, that kind of cartoony thing, my original idea was he was going to be rolling that way, but I couldn't really figure out, okay, how does he go from standing up to being rolled like a carpet. That doesn't make sense. How do, how do I do this? Like, oh, maybe like yeah. a bowling ball. That can work. Yeah. No reason it can't. All right. So, up special time. Jono, okay. what did you come up with? So, uh, stay with me here. This up special is called The Call of Zeus. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Orbulon in uh, WarioWare Twisted, actually. He's a uh, big follower of of Greek mythology. Really? And yeah, like a lot of his mini games involve, or rather his story involves a phone call with Zeus and trying to get more information for his college term paper. He's going to college in WarioWare Twisted. So, this is a callback to that, where Zeus appears on, like, off in the distance, on, like, a cloud in the background, with his hand up in the air, like a statue. And then he shoots a teleporting ray of lightning down on Orbulon that brings him up a short distance uh, in any given direction. Similar to Mewtwo, but with the with the added bonus of Zeus being in there. No, he doesn't. <laughs> oh! I was pretty sure, because I read up on all of his Man. stories in WarioWare in preparation for his move. So I'm like, there is nothing about Zeus or Greek mythology in his story anywhere. In Twisted, it's more about him trying to steer his ship and crash landing as he has his bunnies trying to help him out. And he fell asleep, and so they had to fly without him. That's his story in Twisted, bitch. There's also yeah. a giant space monster planet. So yeah. Uh, so what do you really? Yeah, special. It's just oinker. Like he's in his oinker, and you can have it go in any direction, and it could be knocked down and crash, and that's kind of just it. Okay. When you say he's in oinker and just goes in any direction, I need more details here. Is he it's a, able it's to a, like freely fly around, like how we read a Gandor a few years ago, or it's like a um, yeah. like he just quickly zips in one direction, or is this like a cipher type scenario? It's a more like the former. So it's him having free movement for a short period of time. Okay. Yeah. So you're and that's free flight that. with Orbulon and the oinker. Right. And I don't know if you want to charge it just for the sake of having the bunnies appear and they can they can like appear on the ground and be preparing the ship to make it fly off straight in the air. But no, it's mostly a free. All right, movement. Trevor. So, what have you got for Orbulon's up special? Surprise, surprise! It's not much different from Jonathan's. Hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, up special, which I titled Oinker Flight," is Orbulon hopping into his flying saucer, floating and allowing for smooth, moderately paced flight, free omnidirectional movement. Um, I did tie this into a fuel mechanic, which is part of what 
the character power is for Orbulon. So, nice. um, additionally, this move can transform his aerial moves for a tapped A and held A for uh, different uh, particle beam attacks that spend this fuel meter to execute, but allow for uh, free movement and evasiveness while attacking. And henceforth, why I have to limit their use by making them use more of the fuel meter. And that's really all I have. Okay. Okay, Thanks. so it's so both of you have free flight in the oinker, but you've also got the fact that he can shoot out. I'm assuming it's like melee ranged particles and not a projectile. Yeah, it's very similar to Mega Man's Buster. That was what I was thinking of when I was creating this. Okay, so it would be a ranged projectile then. Ranged, but half the range. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. Uh, when, when you say half the range, you mean half the range of his fully charged buster or his tiny pellets? I think that both would be half range. I don't see why I should give too much utility to this, being mm -hmm. as evasive as it is. Okay, okay. So for my up special, we've got one oinker. We've got two oinkers. We've got just two oinkers. I didn't use the oinker at all. <laughs> Instead, I call this move Black Hole. But this isn't like the Black Hole item. You, mm -hmm. you, so far, all of my moves, they're, well, not all of my moves, but all moves are very space-themed. Uh, and that will continue as we go through. So for this move, uh, a Black Hole will, a small Black Hole, by the way, will center itself uh, below Orbulon, right, right, right at his feet, where he's at. Whether he's standing on the platform, in the air, whichever. Moments later, uh, Orbulon is going to be pulled down slightly into the black hole and then shot forwards. Kind of like a launch star in uh, Mario Galaxy. However, mm -hmm. you can move the control stick to determine where he's shot, but he's not being shot in a straight line with this black hole. It's going to be very much a heavy arc. So if you go straight up, it's going to be like... So going straight up and down, or you can go like, you know, just this very strong arcs in whatever direction you choose. It's not, so nice. it's not the greatest recovery move, because let's be real, not every character is going to have strong recovery. But it's definitely a more unique one. Uh, on top yeah. of that, if there are any characters or items next to Orbital when he uses this move... They will also be pulled into the black hole and sent on the same trajectory path that Orbion himself goes on. So if there is a Pokeball right by you, Pokeball goes with you. If Bowser is right next to Orbion, Bowser goes with him. Now Bowser can try <laughs> to interrupt this attack in the middle of the animation, which could cause some uh, bad times for Orpion. But also any fighters that are caught on the move will do will take damage when they impact against either the stage a wall or whatever it is mm -hmm. nice and the black holes come come forth they do they Continue. really do i'm in the by zeus no <laughs> so jono what is your down special going to be for us yeah my down special is called it's a wrap 
Okay. That's a W, not an R. So he's not going to start rapping. Re, uh, uh, rewrite that? He came from space in a pig-shaped ship. Anyway. White alien in a black cape. Okay, so. So, uh, <laughs> so um, this is taken with great inspiration from Smooth Moves, actually. Um, one of the micro games in Orbulon set in Smooth Moves. Uh, where he will, where in in, in it's a wrap. Your goal is to throw the Wiimote back in a almost like a retrieving a fish kind of kind of motion, and you're ripping gauze from off of a mummy to reveal some sort of comical character behind it, and that's how you win the micro game. So, um, in this iteration of it's a wrap for Orbulon, it actually starts out in kind of the opposite movement. He's throwing out a roll of gauze on opponents, almost like he's TPing them. And it spins around the opponents to turn them into a mummy. And as mummies, they fall into the ground and are just kind of immobilized for a couple of seconds, depending on their damage ratio. But uh, but as you're holding onto that button, if you uh, when Orbion releases the the tape it'll spin the opponents back into place and cause them damage and a, and a dizzying effect. And uh, occasionally toast may appear after the opponents are untaped and Orbulon can eat it. You know, for one thing, like... both Trevor and I are confused at you. Sounds like a health code violation with that toast, but... Uh... Uh, I, I'm admittedly not following. I've seen the micro game. I just yeah, yeah. I I give credit where it's due. That's definitely a good poll. Yeah, as yeah. the moves function, but. Mhm. Mm mhm. Well, okay. Let's see if Trevor <laughs> has anything that's uh, more palatable. Yeah, yeah. Just really wasn't expecting that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so for my down special. I decided to make Sketch a move. Now, this one, it works similarly to how uh, Alamar or Alf's Pluck works, and where uh, he will create a small minion to fight alongside him. They only last for 10 seconds each, and he can have up to five, and there's three different varieties that come about. It's pig masks army all over again. <laughs> What was that? It's Pig Mask Army all over again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess I just like these moves. Um, the first are the Franks, little tiny 8-bit characters. Oh, the best characters in Warrior. Definitely. Um, they move about at a fast rate and do about a half a percent a second per Franck when they're attacking. And they don't reliably attack, but they try their best. The bunny aliens, however, have a half to <laughs> be lazy or to roll into somebody dealing 2% damage and somewhat large knockback for 2%. Nice. And then there's the hammies, which <laughs> will go around rooting for truffles 
which in this case will yield food items that can be consumed by anybody. But also when confronted with an enemy player will uh, headbutt for 5% uh, with large knockback. Nice. Nice, I like that. It's not too overpowered. It's a palatable, fun little time with uh, various callbacks. Lister, I think, is very confused with both of us after this turn of events. It looks like it. Um, I mean, so Lester, one, one of them I can at least envision. The other one's just like, like, legitimately, I don't understand how the fucking toilet paper one is supposed to look and work. Like, what the fuck? God. He got the toilet paper in his hand, and he throws it like an underhand, and the toilet paper wraps around an opponent instantly upon contact. Okay, but then he can pull it back? So, yeah. so he can trap an opponent in place, and then he can just leave him there until he decides to pull it back. Essentially, yes. Yeah. Trevor, I assume That's you see the issue here. Yeah, it's a griefing move. And, and it also makes no yeah. sense. Oh, no, they can break free of the of the, of the the wrapping pretty fairly easily. Then what's also, the point of pulling it back? For the toast. May I just say that in these times, it's hard enough to come across some toilet paper. So it's just wasteful, man. It's spiteful of everybody who's been waiting at stores just to grab a pack. Orbulon's just sitting on a gold mine of it just to throw at people, man. Yeah, that would be in his character. The nerve. The nerve. Character. Yeah. So maybe Wario should have this move. Baby Wario? I mean, okay. Yeah. Oh. yeah. The worst what if there were baby two from Yoshi's Island. Oh, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> we're going to do a baby Wario moveset one day now. <laughs> oh. All right. So, my down special is continuing our space theme with Asteroid Belt. Nice. So, a ring of asteroids varying in size, but all small when compared to Orbulon, will begin to fly around his body, generally in a ring-shaped design, but they can kind of like be a little bit freeform if they desire. Uh, ooh, I almost read my thought on Smash there. Uh, they will always be... Oh, no, actually, wrote down they will always be in the shape of ring. Okay, so not freeform, but the ring can be like... It might just start out being like around his belt, but it could be orbiting around him in different directions as, you know... The fight goes on. Uh, these asteroids are similar to uh, Mega Man and his leaf barrier. However, uh, Ormulon cannot fire them forwards like Mega Man can with his leaf barrier. Uh, instead, you know, they just hurt other fighters on count on contact. So it's a nice defensive move. Uh, it can be used to block melee attacks or ranged attacks if they hit them at the right point. Uh, and it's really just just a nice. barrier move. Either you're defending yourself against attacks coming at you, or you can make a bum rush for an opponent and be like, here, have all these asteroids in your face. And depending on the size of the asteroid will depend on how much damage each little piece does. Nice. What if what if they were uh, like now, major Death Stars and they shot little lasers out towards opponents? Trevor, what was that? Or the paper. Uh, I just wanted to ask. Um, I... No, not about toilet paper. Anyhow, uh, about the move's utility with UF Roll, 
if that yes. would maybe have additional effects to this or just add some extra barrier damage with the role or maybe push them out of the way of the role or uh, what you might have envisioned? That's actually a really good question to which I have an answer for on the spot because okay. I did not think of that. Uh, I would say that um, if you're using UF roll, uh, the asteroids are not an effect. Uh, they're like they're not going to be appearing there. Exactly. They're not going to be doing any extra damage with it. Uh, primarily because this move is mainly designed to be a defensive move. Like it can be used defensively, but its primary usage is to be a defensive barrier. Like if you're worried about Marth using Shield Breaker, well, hey, you've got asteroids. Nice. Okay. okay. And now, when he's done drinking the mug from the mug. It is time for the final smash. Yeah, it is. What's yours? <laughs> okay. So I wish you guys didn't trash on a giraffe so much because this seeds directly into it. Just kidding. Okay, so it's called uh, Little Piggies. Little Orbulon, pig, little pig, let me in. Exactly. Uh, Orbulon gets in the oinker and flies around the stage and uh yeah yeah like a kind of erratic like that and uh then he you're able to abduct opponents by pressing the standard special button the b button and uh that will shine a light down on them and grapple them up into through his beam back into the oinker and it'll transform them into pigs that he holds onto the oinker until the final smash is over over the course of you know those several seconds uh, and once the final smash is nearly over uh orbulon will deposit the pig so the pigs are like stand sitting behind him like in that victory pose and then he will open up a little hatch in the oinker behind him and the pigs will all fall in to the oinker like the base of it and then they will all turn into hamburgers that orbulon can eat on the ground while the oinker well, and then the, the the pigs the people are shot out into space at the same like they're shot out in multiple directions and that's kind of well Orbulon falls back to the ground can eat the burgers <laughs> you know sometimes i wonder if you just have no idea for something so you just either come up with something ridiculous because you know hey it doesn't matter if somebody else come up with something better or you're just like i'm just coming up with the wildest shit on the spot so that i can have them react to me and have make all the attention be on me because i'm jono and i'm important <laughs> is that what's happening maybe it's maybe it's everything <laughs> yeah that's about what i thought that's what about what i thought trevor uh save me i have your salvation thank god do you Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, for my final splash, I have it titled Space Monster Gabriel. Okay. So, for a little bit of history, after one... Greek mythology. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Zeus is really friends with this guy called Space Monster Gabriel. Okay. I'm sorry. If it's something he can fuck, Zeus is not friends with it. That oh, is, well. That is true. Now, Loki. 
Loki would best buds with Space Monster Gabriel. Okay, so I know this isn't my podcast, but moving on. Um, so Space Monster Gabriel is a planetoid that comes to life, attacks uh, Orbulon's spaceship, and spits him back to Earth if he successfully completes the minigame mode in WarioWare Twisted. So the final smash will be very similar. Orbulon will hop into Oinker, sweating profusely and blasting off as this giant planetoid starts following him, of which people will have full movement during this time. There will be no cinematic. Um, of which uh, the player keeps on moving around, kiting Space Monster Gabriel around the stage. Anybody that comes into contact with Space Monster Gabriel will take 10% damage and take knockback up until the final smash ends at the 10 second mark where Space Monster Gabriel will automatically catch up to Orbulon, inhale him and his spaceship and spit them out at the stage, crashing onto the ground and causing everybody 15% damage and high knockback. Nice questions. Yeah. So, okay, you said this is not a cutscene that everybody else is still fighting as they normally would. When it comes to Orbulon's movement in space, once Gabriel following behind him, a couple of things with that. One, how big is Gabriel? Gabriel has a diameter of about three and a half Kirby's. Okay. Okay, so pretty sizable. So, probably a little bit bigger than Ridley, then. Roughly. I, I would say uh, Ridley is probably a good, yeah, estimate okay. off. A little smaller than, bigger than Ridley. Just Ridley size would be appropriate. Second question. How is Orbion moving around? Is he normally jumping around the platforms? Or is this going to be like a, a supersonic scenario? He hopped in his oinker and is moving around about at 1.75 times the speed I envisioned for his regular oinker movement without cost to his fuel gauge um uh it's kind of like uh supersonic but without the incredibly fast zooming around and with the ability to telegraph where it's going so people can try to avoid okay so or so he doesn't so he's not jumping through platforms then he's just like moving in front of them all like what supersonic would and if Orbulon runs into somebody, are they impacted, or are they only hurt if Gabriel runs into them as he's moving behind Orbulon? They're only affected if Gabriel runs into them at this point. Okay. So Orbulon basically more or less phases through them. Yeah, he's okay. clipping through things. Okay, cool. Good to know. Nice. I like it. So my final smash actually takes elements from both of yours i call this move yeah yeah you're confused over here mr i made this nonsense up on the spot i see that look <laughs> got oh. you there uh i call this move abduction so this is a cinematic cutscene, but it starts off with orbulon pointing upwards into the sky as a tractor beam falls down nice. centered on where he is now you know like as a tractor beam would it gets wider as it goes down any player that is in the tractor beam when it appears 
is frozen in space and starts to float upwards slowly. Orbulon will get in his oinker at this point and will just blast straight up forwards, pulling them all up there with him. Now we're in the cinematic here. Uh, had to get back to the part where I had that typed up. Uh, the oinker is going to be seen flying through space as all the characters that were trapped in the tractor beam can be seen through the window of the oinker. Orbulon is also seen in the window, so he's all with them. Uh, and they are flying around through space before a meteorite just randomly comes in, smacks the oinker, sends it flying off course, just spinning and spiraling out of control because it's no longer on its course. And then it approaches space monster Gabriel. <laughs> nice. I, I, I saw I saw this creature in the cutscenes. Was like, I know what I can use this for. This is going to be great. <laughs> Uh, as the ship gets too close to Gabriel, Gabriel's gigantic mouth is going to open up and just swallow the ship whole, munch on it a little, just like, just gnaw on the ship, before spitting it out. Uh, the ship will crash back onto the stage, everybody comes out of an explosion, they're damaged. They, they, they appear, you know, where they were before the cutscene began, just like all other cutscene final smashes. But, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> they're heavily damaged. Nice. They, they got pulled into the ship, they crashed. They got eaten. They were not having a good day. That is abduction. <laughs> All right. I enjoy it. I enjoy it very much. Oh, man, if you enjoy that, just wait till you get to my extra skill. Which, speaking oh, of, uh, there's something I've realized that I want to try and start doing better with our extra skills. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been a long time since we've explained what the fuck is an extra skill and considering the fact that uh we're now in year two and we very possibly have um new viewers than we did back in the beginning or any viewers i thought we should go uh <laughs> do a little bit of explanation of what the extra skill is again and possibly also do it just every time we do a character just in case there's anybody new watching that day sure so for those of you who are new to the show and don't know what the fuck an extra skill is an extra skill is essentially my idea for a new attack uh, I came up with this uh, before Ultimate release, or before it was, it was announced, really. Uh, it's essentially a fifth special move, and it's activated by pressing Shield and the Special button, which we then later got in Ultimate with uh, the Inkling used not to recharge their ink, or Steve being able to summon a new, um, oh, what's it called? Crafting table, using Shield Special. Mm -hmm. So it, it's technically a, a thing! Now, it just doesn't have a real yeah. name yet, so I've just been calling it Extra Skill because it's an extra skill, but really it could be called Shield Special or Extra Special or whatever have you. Uh, sometimes there are minor things like Steve and his crafting table. Sometimes it could be like a whole big complicated move. Sometimes it could be, um, like if I was designing Olimar, that's where I would put his uh, Pikmin plucking. Yeah. Well, I might. Actually, I don't think I did that when I did do Olimar. But you could use the extra skill for resource management or for transforming characters like Shizelda into Sheik. And since they now have their own unique down specials, this could be a new way to give them back that transformation mechanic. So, with yeah. all that all said, Jono, what is your extra skill? My extra skill. Um, I'm going to present a visual here and I'll explain to So, here on my sketchbook. There is a, uh, you see a bar with three spheres, as well as a shark that's dressed kind of like uh, Bob girl. Hope and Road to Bali, yeah, with, uh, with a little hat and 
cane. I thought that uh, was and a it has bow. legs. Oh no, I'm just a bad sketch artist. Um, so yeah, the shark has nothing to do with this. So just look at the look at the bar. Okay. So I'm those are three. Those are three dots. And uh, the extra skill is called connect the dots. It's a it's bold from Mario Word Twisted. Uh, dot, these dots appear above Orbion's head while he looks down at, at a LCD device that's displaying them to him. So he's like on his phone pretty much mm -hmm. looking at these dots. Um, <clears throat> follow the dots and control inputs. And they're not always at the same length or speed. So sometimes they'll be you know, a little bit of a different distance above his head uh, as so. So there's a little bit of a rhythm mechanic here where you are pressing the extra skill input to line a line like there's a green the bar fills up green and as you're folding up these dots as they hit the dots you have to press the extra skill input or else it'll be crossed off with an x and so if you do it all successfully and you get stars over those dots uh three in a row then you are able to buff Orbulon's attack and defense. Uh, this can be done up to three times in succession. Every time, that it'll get a little bit harder. Like there's four dots for the second rung, and there's five for the third. So it takes up a little bit more time in establishing the higher buffs. And that's the move. Okay. Yeah. Was not expecting a rhythm-based move. Nope. Hmm. Hmm. All right. All right. Trevor, you've been alluding to your special extra skill here a couple times. So what is it? To start off, this ability is called Big Brain Battery. My vision for it is that it controls both Orbulon's telekinetic powers and Orbion's control of the Oinker ship. So uh, this is a meter that would ideally be above uh, Orbion's uh, status bar that goes from full to empty. And it can be recharged either by dancing with survival fever or with pressing um, R and B at the same time, as one would do with a regular character power. Um, just in case uh, that character power wasn't necessarily picked, it could just be RB, or that move, rather. Um, that as a secondary way to charge that. Um, the way that you use it for is telekinesis is by uh, dodging, uh, rolling out of the way. Instead, you can burn some of the meter to teleport away, kind of like Mewtwo, but faster. Nice. But it does take up about a third of the meter and limits your use of the oinker in the future if you don't recharge. Nice. Okay. Nice. That's uh, that's his trump card right there. Not to allows get him to uh, allows him to uh, have some extra mobility and also uh, some extra attacks while in the air. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I like it. So you said that it can be charged both by holding down the shield special, which is how we activate our extra skills, 
but also by using the standard special, which also you can hold down to heal Orbulon. Yeah. So I had a backup plan for this because heal moves are usually not very popular, but I just wanted to put him dancing as a move. I just fair, had to fair. have it. Um, plus it'd be a Kirby hat move. So Also true. <laughs> All be... right. Well, let's mm -hmm. get into my extra skill, shall we? This move is called Shoulder Rub. <laughs> oh, boy. Bringing back the bonies. So, um, I'm just going to read this one straight out because it's a bit of a long block of text here. You must hold down the extra skill button to use this. If you simply tap it, then you will receive no benefits from using this extra skill. When Orbulon's extra skill is activated, his captain's chair will appear behind him as he takes a seat and faces towards the screen. As this happens, an alien bunny will be seen behind Orbulon as it begins to give him a shoulder massage. Every so many seconds, another alien bunny will appear to help out with the massage. The longer the player holds on the button and allows Orbulon to get a massage, the more benefits that he will receive. If you let go of the button after two seconds, Orbion will receive a boost to his speed stat. If you keep going, a second alien bunny will appear at this point, and you can keep on holding the button for another two seconds for total, and then let go to have a boost to both your speed and jumping stats. Following that, a third alien bunny. Keep holding down the button for four more seconds, total of eight, and he will receive a boost to his speed, jump, and attack stats. After this, a fourth bunny appears. Keep holding down that button for another 5 seconds, total of 13, and you'll get a boost to your speed, jump, attack, and defense stats. Finally, at this point, if you keep holding onto the button, a fifth alien bunny will join all the rest of them giving Orbion a massage. From here, if you keep holding down the button for an extra 7 seconds, total of 20 for the whole way through, Orbion will not only receive a boost to his speed, jump, attack, and defense stats, but he will also be healed 20% damage. No matter how long you hold on the extra skill button, the stat benefits will last for 10 seconds after letting go, and you cannot use this move again until that stat boost has run its full course. Holy cow. Go. <laughs> yeah, I do have a question though. It, that seems to be a really, really long time for a lot it of is. them, going past like a five second mark. That um, do you foresee any sort of scenarios that might happen in which it would you'd have a chance to hold it down for twenty seconds? Or well, um, how many times have you been able to use a special flag? Special flag? The item that if you hold it above your head for X amount of seconds and you're locked into this animation, then you get an extra stock. If I nobody interrupts you. Ten seconds. I'm not sure how long it is. I can go ahead and check real quick, but the reason why I had it be so long is because of all of the benefits. There's a lot of benefits if you can keep holding it down. And I figured if you're going to get a good heal out of it, you need to be holding it down for a long time. Because if you can just get that heal after five seconds, that's way too powerful. That is way too good. And really, if your opponents let you get that much, that's their fucking fault. They should oh, yeah. not have let you do it. But uh, if they knock you out of it, then however far you were on the scale, you still get those benefits. So it's not okay. like you can be interrupted and lose the whole thing. Okay, I did assume more of a risk and reward type setup for this, so that mm -hmm. makes more sense. 
there's reward. I mean, there's definitely a risk because even though you could get that benefit, even though they attack you, if they attack you and they keep going, that 10 seconds might not matter. But that's also part of why you get that defense boost uh, once you get a lot further along down the track because you just might need it. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's get into picking which moves we're using. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. Well, there's a few that I don't like. There's probably a few <laughs> you guys don't like as well. And I'm sure there's a few that all of us really want to use. So, oh, God. Uh, well, can I just anybody... say that I yes. think, yeah, sorry. What? Go, no, go on. Okay, I think that it's a wrap should be in. No, no. Yeah. We yeah, both fast track move. I, I feel like both of us knew immediately when you were describing this, like we're not letting this move pass, right? But we, yeah, we gave each no. other a look, just like this isn't happening. It is. It's a great no. move. It's a great move. Stop. It befits we, the character. We are, we are the... low on time. Yep. We are low on no, time. We're... Yes, no, we no. are. No, seriously. I thought this was a four-hour episode. No. Jono, seriously. Oh. <laughs> I'm not joking with you. This is when we need to figure shit out. Okay. Anyways. We get this uh, episode wrapped up. Yeah. We need to get to a wrap on this then one. Then we just pull it, pull it back. No, we're not pulling it back. We're coming to an end. Okay. It's a wrap is out. We're not using it. It's gone. Killing my heart. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, Trevor, is there anything in particular that you feel strongly about about all these moves that we have? You know? Yeah, I want to use all of mine. Or not. <laughs> okay, okay. Trying to focus, trying to focus. Mm -hmm. I really like your side special and down special lister. I really like the up roll, and I like your asteroid belt move. I really think those are great space theme moves that I could foresee Orbulon doing at some point as some silly gag in WarioWare. And, you know, I I would vote for them for sure. So you like Astrid Belt and UFO Roll? I, I was definitely wanting to make a push for UFO Roll. I wasn't sure what the reaction would be to Asteroid Belt. I think there would be a stronger reaction against Asteroid Belt had we... Had I come up with a strong down special, first of all, and uh, and Trevor, Trevor has a good move too with the, with the sketching, and it it, it befits Orbion's character. Uh, I think that the only difference really is here that sketch is something that can be applied to other characters we may do down the road more so than Asteroid Belt is for Orbion, and Asteroid Belt is just a tighter move on the overall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm fine with Asteroid Belt being the down. And I'm also fine with uh, the side being UFO roll. Um, I think a hammy ride is fun. But again, it's the thing that could be done for multiple characters, as yeah. it already kind of has in Smash. Uh, Space Pole also uh, can be done for multiple characters. I like the idea a lot. It would be my second choice. Um, and I have nothing against it. Uh, I think that mostly um, UFO roll, again, is a has more immediate utility and uh space bolt again as lister said it's it's similar to an idea we did with porky with the with the pig mass thing to a to a point uh with the rng essentially uh so i'm fine with 
UFO role and asteroid belt as well if we wanted to fast track those. Okay. Okay. Sweet. All right. Um, so let's see here. Let's look at the up specials next. We've got the Oinker, Oinker Flight, which is a little bit more than Oinker. And then we've got Black Hole. I like Trevor's. <laughs> Thanks. I like mine too. <laughs> I think that at some point, I like the idea of of having just pulling from the space gimmick and from just him being a general alien. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get that with UFO roll and asteroid belt. Um, at this black hole is a good move. Um, certainly more unique than either of ours. Um, pretty much, it just comes down to I think the oinker is such a part of Orbulon's overall character uh, aesthetic that it feels like it just should appear. And that's kind of my argument for that. And then as for oinker flight over just my oinker, it just has more to it. Yeah. Just has more to it. And that's that's kind of my my argument. I don't know where you guys stand. Oh, that makes sense to me. Okay. Personally, okay. Uh, it's just my bias toward myself. My move, but yeah, sure. But honestly, as a move, this black hole concept, I really want to see it somewhere. Uh, the concept mm-hmm. of pulling other people in with you and flinging them at these trajectories. It reminds me a bit of a more offensive Rosalina. Yeah. Yeah. Special. And, you know, I'd love that. I love messing with people in Smash Bros. And that's just a great way to uh, set somebody up to ruin their day. Yeah. I actually didn't think about it at first when I was designing. I didn't realize the uh, similarities that had to Rosalina's up special until literally three seconds before you mentioned her i was like oh it's like rosalina's like and then you're like oh it's like rosalina's like yeah i know i just found i just realized you know it could be for another space character um even another alien or it could even just be for Peppy something hair. like a dark like yeah yeah exactly or like a dark sorcerer or sorcerers like i could see it i don't Can know what be that to work out technically yeah or uh medusa even potentially yeah uh, yeah actually yeah. Um, I do want to throw an idea out there for you, Trevor, about this move. So, the projectile attack that he can use when he's flying in his oinker. What if this attack looked like? Uh, you got a totem paper. No, looked like a spectral pig made out of a constellation. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that is fantastic, and we need it now. You're welcome. I was going to just write it and just do it myself. It's like, oh, I'll mention it first. Mm-hmm. Get my artistic license out there. <laughs> okay. Um, let's look at the standard special next. So we've got Black Hole Gun, Gravity Wheel, which are more or less sure. the same thing. Or we have Survival mm-hmm. Fever, where he can dance and hail. Right, right. So, um... Remind me again, what's, what is the uh, design-wise? What does the gravity wheel look like? Uh, gravity wheel... Uh, you've played... Class, I, I kind of base in my mind, it's like uh, what like one of the moves looks like in the classic Mega Man games, the Black Hole Bomb. Mm-hmm. Kind of how it has like that spiraling effect to it, and it has these little trails coming off of it. That's how yeah. I have it envisioned, like the actual projectile stuff that gets thrown. Okay. 
Got it. Got it. That'll uh, work out fairly decently well. And yeah, it is more or less the same thing as a black hole gun. Um, I think black hole gun, uh, you get more of, a, more of a charge out of it, I guess. Um, gravity wheel has less of a trajectory to mess with opponents. And that's, other than the execution, like what it looks like aesthetically, that's pretty much the only difference. And then you have Trevor's, which is a survival fever where Orbulon's dancing, which is very kind to imagine Kirby doing that as well. Um, so that plays into big brain battery, right? But the, and their utility is uh, how how did how is how are their utilities separate again? I think it was just that um, you could charge it up with survival fever or with the big brain battery. Okay, in that case, um. I'm just going to jump ahead to extra skill here for just a second, because what I'm kind of proposing is, number one, I think that connect the dots mine is, again, the weaker link here, uh, if only because it could be used for Marshall, for instance, or any other rhythm-based character. Um, there's a certain element of rhythm in WarioWare, and there's a crossover between Rhythm Heaven and WarioWare teams. Uh, but then you get the shoulder rub, which is also a stat boosting move. And I feel like if we're going to go for stat boosting move, it would be shoulder rub because that would be uh, the most bombastic to fit the character um, mm. better. Um, so then it just becomes between big brain battery and shoulder rub. So my um, proposition here is why don't we go for one of black hole gun or gravity wheel for the standard? And then because it's a more interesting and fun animation, we can turn Survival Fever into an extra skill to go up against Shoulder Rub. I'm also going I to throw this in there. Person. I'm, I'm going to throw this in there as well. I think Big Brain Academy. <laughs> uh, Big Brain Battery. I think... Um, I don't know necessarily that we need it to be what charges up his meter... It can just be like the meter mm -hmm. charges passively normally, kind of like what Rob's stuff special does. Because you can see that meter charge on its own, same same thing with this laser. You don't have to charge it yourself. We just have to be like, oh yeah, it's just he has a meter, so you can't fly forever. Yeah. Uh, and maybe the uh, maybe the spectral pigs, they don't come out of the meter. Maybe they're just their own thing, but they can only be done while he's flying. Yeah, but then uh, what about his extra skills that come with the big brain battery, like uh, the teleportation? That I don't have a thing for. <laughs> okay. I mean, okay. His, his dodging could just be teleports. It's also true. It could be a, a rather than the official extra skill, it could be a special skill that Orbulon just has, like yeah. Mewtwo does. And then it could just be a, a characteristic. He's kind of a slippery alien, so he's able to dodge better. Yeah, um, like, his aerial lines. dodges are some of the most superior out of the cast it could be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if that's a good compromise for Trevor, then maybe. Um, in which case, it would sound like we're doing shoulder rub for extra skill and then just have to turn out what the black hole is going to be Trevor, what do you think i honestly think i was going to vote for shoulder rub as the uh, extra skill anyway i just love the goofiness of that and the utility versus the uh, time 
it, mm-hmm. it's well balanced and uh that's probably something that you can't spam that's a good another point as well um mm-hmm. so as far as making that just part of the utility of orbulon um yeah that sounds perfect to me and then we just need to vote on a uh, black hole gun or gravity well right Right. Yeah. And I mean, we do have him dancing as well in uh, his victory pose, too. So it's not like we've completely gotten rid of uh, survival fever. Yeah. Yeah. So black okay. hole gun or gravity wheel, were there any okay. real differences other than just like how the attack happens? Or would he just make the same thing just with a different animation? I think think we made the same thing with a different animation. Um, Mine is Orbulon's kind of gun thing, and Mm -hmm. yours is a wheel. So which which one shall it be? I think that uh, (laughs) we will be biased towards our moves, especially because they're so similar. So maybe Trevor could... Maybe Trevor could tiebreak and just decide. And kind of like factor in how do you want Kirby to look when he's using it and whatever. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how that would change Kirby at all, but all right. Oh, he mentioned Kirby. <laughs> he was mentioning Kirby with uh, Survival Fever. Yeah, in which case Survival Fever is clearly the superior of the three moves, but we're voting between the other two. All right, you know, as far as... The Kirby hat is concerned. I think uh, Black Hole Gun is much easier to uh, translate onto Kirby. Um, also, I just love the pun with Black Hole Sun. I, I've been having that song stuck in my head since we keep on saying the name. Um, I don't know what that is. It's an old <laughs> 90s song by a band called Soundgarden, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Cornell, man. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, I've at this point, I'm just balancing based upon the elements that we've taken from Lister's ideas and Jonathan's ideas. And I'm going to add a Jonathan's Black Hole's gun to this, personally. Fair enough. Yeah. Just to give um, me some representation since we didn't use it to wrap. And now for the final, final smash. smash. We got. We've got Little Piggies, which is a... Um, honestly, Hellscape. I'm not sure how to describe it. Yeah, that's a... Sure. We'll call it a hellscape. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then we have Space Monster Gabriel, which is very Brawl Supersonic-style-esque, not the ultimate version of Supersonic. Uh, and then we have my abduction with the uh, tractor beam and Space Monster Gabriel making an appearance. Mm, man. Difficult. Difficult, because both of yours have certain benefits. That's um, true. Yeah, like if you want to go that direction, which I don't think we do, we are honestly. So, <laughs> so just I see uh, two good moves and one not. Hey, I think Little Piggies is a good move. No. Yes. What's wrong with it? Everything. How about that? It Why? it makes no fucking sense, and I don't have enough time in this episode to go over this with you. <laughs> okay, so why 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 doesn't it make sense? It's, we it's are already over two hours, Jonathan. I know, I know. So shut up. So why doesn't it make sense? 
Trevor, what do you think about the two remaining moves we have? All right. May I just say, it doesn't make sense because it makes burgers instead. Okay, I'll stop. Um, so from the two remaining moves, so we basically have a cinematic versus non-cinematic move that are being talked about. Yeah. And the hard part is that I see why Smash went with more cinematic Final Smashes. They succinctly and get to the point of whether you hit it or not and can be cut out entirely uh, if it misses. And it's a lot, it can be a little clunky at times with the mechanic. While I do enjoy the mechanic of my Space Monster Gabriel chase, I would like to say that uh, your move tends to fit in better with a lot of what we're seeing and is more respectful of people's time to be honest. I, I I have said in the past that I wish we didn't have so many cutscene final smashes, and I stand by that, but I do think that there is some instances where a cutscene makes a lot of sense. Like, um, in, in the Brawl days, before we knew what Yoshi's final smash was going to be, people suggested, oh, it should be Yoshi's Stampede. A bunch of Yoshis just start running around on the stage. That would be hell. That that would be a that's a terrible idea. I'm one of the people who thought it should be what it was back then, but that is was a terrible idea. The way Yoshi's Stampede is handled in Ultimate now, much better. It makes for a lot more sense. Yoshi kicks them into a cutscene, then a whole bunch of Yoshis run over them. So Captain Falcons makes a lot more sense as a cutscene than it would if the uh, Blue Falcon just started hitting the stage itself. That. Some of them don't need to be cutscenes, like uh, the Dark Ganon Beast from Brawl and Smash 4. I think that was fine. I think Supersonic, as it is an ultimate, is fine. Uh, Triforce Slash, Light Arrow, um, Triple Finish. All, all of these are fine. Not, not everything was fine. Um, I'm still confused why Peach's Final Smash hasn't changed. That's, Me too. That, that one and Jigglypuffs were the biggest head scratches for me. It's like... I don't want them all to be cutscenes, but why have these two not been changed? What? But, um, I, I actually, I do like your version of Space Monster Gabriel as well. I think it's uh, another interesting option. It's something different. But uh, I pretty much pulled straight out of the, the cutscene from WarioWare, which is why I really liked mine being a cutscene Final Smash. And it, that's another time when I think it's appropriate when you're pretty much pulling cutscene to cutscenes. Like, it just... It just makes sense. Like uh, Shulk's, um, can't remember what it's called, but when he brings everybody in to do his big attack. Chain attack, I think it is? Yeah, it's chain attack. That makes sense as a cutscene. It, You could make it a try for a slash, but I don't think it'd work too well. No. That makes sense, and that cutscene is pretty funny, and it's worthwhile to have in Smash, so people will get another chance to see it again. Yeah. Uh, Jonna, what do you think about all that? I think it's great. Awesome. Thanks, John. Uh, next up, since he's apparently gone, uh, do you have anything written down for or don't have any special abilities or traits? Something like uh, being able to wall jump or uh, wall cling or any of that kind of shit? Because I don't. 
Well, there was the teleport type feature mm, sure, sure. that I wanted to have in for sure, and only really thought to include it as a character power type tied thing. I didn't think of writing it separate, um, which would have made things a lot easier. But as far as other utility, maybe that the only other thing I thought of was slippery movement, like Luigi in the Mario games. Okay. Um, it just it says on Orbion's description, despite being 2,000 years old, his skin is silky smooth, but he will teleport away if you try to touch it. So from that, I just kind of had the thought of uh, him skidding to a stop versus doesn't, stopping on time. Doesn't he also wear spiked shoes? He does. He wears cleats, but I, I still want him to skid. Okay. Okay. Jonah, what about you? Also, that's funny because I said that he doesn't skid because he wears cleats. <laughs> we didn't hear it. I just wanted to. Skid. No, I, I just did now, like that. Oh, yeah, it's in my it's in my notes. Okay. But yeah, yeah, either either I'm like whatever. He he doesn't also need to have cleats if you want to go that way. Like uh, Zero Suit Samus doesn't need to have high heels. So that's a whole other discussion. Um, fair enough. And then, uh, so we can, whatever, we can, he can slip if you want him to. Um, I just have him having a floatyish jump, kind of like Rosalina with the gravity effect, and then Mario Galaxy stage. Okay. Yeah, that's about it. Next up, we've got alternate colors. Um, I didn't really, with my list, I just kind of went with, like, different color hues, but you could, if you wanted to, like, specifically assign some color hues to certain characters. Like, you could have, uh, him having a red hue, and it's specifically supposed to represent Ashley, or um, mm -hmm. yellow could be for Dr. Craig, or blue could be Jimmy T, and so on. But I just went with a bunch of different colors when I made my list. So did I. I mean, mine are just like gold, silver, black, red, blue, green, pink, orange, indigo. Yeah. Uh, just varying. And of course, you know, the, the cape would be a slightly different color, a variation of that color than the skin and the bada-bing, bada-boom. Glasses yeah. frames will, will appear a little bit different, but it's rudimentary compared to many of the other costumes we've done for Smash Topia characters. The only one that I will say and mention is that I had the idea for a Wario Man themed outfitting. Mm -hmm. one. I just like the idea of him having a character color like that, yeah. like a fun design, like a Ness's Mr. Saturn t-shirt or shirtless yeah. shoulder. So nice. The back of his cape could have a, a pixelized version of a different warrior wears character's face. Like you could see Dribble yeah. Spitz on an orange uh, cape, or uh, Jimmy T on a blue cape. That could be interesting. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. also gonna throw out the idea of what if his sunglasses were a different shape for each costume. Like you could have the star-shaped frames or like straight uh, rectangles, the uh, circle frames. Shutter shape. Yeah. Yeah. Aviators. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> then it seems like the very last thing we had to figure out with Orbulon is what is his home stage going to be? And uh, I wasn't sure what to do at first with this. I was just like, okay, um, there's really no places like Orbulon in all of the WarioWare games. I mean, I guess you could say the little Hammy's restaurant. <laughs> But I decided to go mm -hmm, with the mm -hmm. Temple of Form. Nice. Uh, it's the it's where like the whole movement and Wiimote and everything comes from for uh, smooth moves. And if, when I'm looking at the different characters, Orbulon is the one that looks besides Jimmy T. 
besides Jimmy T, Orbulon is the one that looks like he would be all about uh, different kinds of movement, just based on his general design. And in his story for Smooth Moves, he crashes into the Temple of Form. Uh, I think he's the one that picks up the um, uh, the Nunchuck Stone, or whatever it's called in the game. Stone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So so his minigames use both. And when I was trying to come up with his moveset, I wanted to try and use one of his different forms on the moveset anymore, but I couldn't figure it out. So I'm just like, yeah, maybe the Temple of Form could be his home stage, and it could work like... Um, Work like the uh, Warrior Bear Ink stage where different mini games happen, uh, and they're all based off of uh, different form games from Smooth Moves. Cool. I'm like down it. with it. But <laughs> that was easy, I guess. <laughs> the, oh, no. Does anyone else have stage ideas? Thank you. Trevor, so, do you have a stage idea? The only other stage idea I had was uh, a space stage with the alien rabbit spaceship anchored to uh, a large oinker from the original mm -hmm. WarioWare, but we've, we have enough space stages. Uh, the Temple of Form seems like a really fun stage, and there's so many different things that we could do, or you guys, if you're going to make an episode about it. There's so many different things that you could add for it. There's so many different varieties that could go in. It it has a lot of good potential for it, and I love that. And I mean, if we can have yeah. multiple stages that use the flat zone concept or the Pokemon Stadium concept, we can have multiple WarioWare Inc. concepts. Yeah. We could have multiple space concepts, too, like a stage that takes place in space, like in the WarioWare universe, called, like, Wario nice. Space or something. Or Space Where... Monster Gabriel. Yeah. <laughs> and players can fight on top of that giant version of the Oinker with the rabbit spaceship anchor to it, and additional platforms can appear, like Wario's nose-shaped robot mechanisms from Game & Wario, or the Dynamite Burger sign from Dynamite Burger on the ground to flying in space. I could uh, also consider the uh, tournament arena place mm -hmm. from WarioWare Gold. But it's like, I could say that for another WarioWare character that we discuss maybe someday. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who it would be, because I think if we ever did some, like, the next most popular option, Ashley, would probably just be Ashley's house. Yeah. But, yeah. And then Space Monster Gabriel could appear and attack. Yeah, yeah he could. It'd be great. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, it sounds like we've got everything. There's mm -hmm. only one thing left to do in today's episode, and that's end it! All right. Oh, is that so? Are we going to well, make a quick announcement for I guess what's we coming should. next? I guess we should. So okay. our next episode, as we do, is going to be a smash or dash, and for this one, it's going to be a topic of villains. Villain, mm -hmm. two two male villains and two female villainesses. Which of which will we pick to put in Smash and whose hopes will we dash? You have to find out. It's not going to be the Orbulon pig. I can tell you that much. But uh, I'm going to really sell you villas from hell. Bye. Thanks, Trevor. <laughs> Thanks for having me.